Hello, Caitlin. How are you? Welcome to Global Perspective. You're on season one, episode two. And I'm just going to be telling everyone a little bit about you. You're a machinery technician, first class petty officer at the U.S. Coast Guard. And today's show is about what's it like working in a male-dominated industry, you know, the STEM fields, engineering, which is what you're in. And thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Noor. I really appreciate it. No worries. No worries. I hope you've been having a great day. We have so many questions that we, that me and like a lot of listeners wanted to ask you. And I've just uh, have them all right here. Would you like to dive Fantastic. right in? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. And before we dive right in, would you like to tell any of the listeners about you, about what you do? little brief description. Um, yeah, of course. I've been in the Coast Guard for just over 12 years. And um, as you've stated before, I'm a machinery technician. So, uh, yeah, it's it's been a very interesting uh, career so far, but uh, one that I truly enjoy. That's amazing. That's amazing. It's amazing to see more women go into these STEM fields and having less become less of a male-dominated industry and having more equality within those career paths. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So how did you end up in the position you're currently in? Was it something you always aspired to be or did it just come about? Oh, goodness. So, uh, well, I, I became an engineer because uh, it's always been in my family. My uncles and, and uh, even my aunts have always been into either some type of machinery, whether it's repairing or, you know, uh, things, things of that nature. And then as far as uh, getting to where I've been, yeah, it's just advancing through the ranks. And then, you know, the added drive of, of needing to know more about my boat than everybody else has, has put me in my particular position as uh, uh, right now the assistant engineering petty officer. So, yeah, I would I would say that 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 would be my answer is uh is just really being motivated. That's nice, and you've mentioned that it's not only your uncles; it's also your aunts. So your previous generations inspired you as well. To oh, for sure. Be part of that field. Yeah. And what do you think is the most important challenge that women face in a very male-dominated working environment? Um, I would say being themselves, like, you know, and still maintaining their, you know, their peers and the subordinates respect, you know, because if, if one is too girly, then automatically I, I've seen in some scenarios where um, other individuals just kind of check out, but it's just that, that woman or that, that female uh, being themselves. So I, I would say that that was, yeah, uh, being themselves and still, and still getting the respect they deserve. Yeah, so being themselves and getting the respect they deserve and just, you know, being like truly authentic to who they are. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And since you mentioned all that, the problem with, you know, being authentic and being true to yourself, for you, what has been like your toughest hurdle that you had to overcome during your career? Oh, as a... A young machinery technician, I was very stubborn. So it's taken me a few years to kind of uh, let go of my pride and my ego and, and listen more to those around me, regardless of their walks, you know, where they're coming from, their walks of life or um, their nationality or anything like that. It's, it would be that, is to listen to them more, allowing others to take a, 
to take a, a moment to shine or or really show their abilities. Yeah, I, I would say that that's that's been the, the biggest growth. Yeah, so ma- mainly just, you know, listening to the constructive criticism and mainly applying it in order to improve yourself. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then listening to those other ideas, you know, even, even if they didn't come from myself or were perhaps better than mine, you know, even I would say going as far as saying that is listening to others in a directional manner as well. And was it tougher to get the constructive criticism, let's say, if it was coming from a male? Um, At times, yes, of course, because I felt that I wouldn't have been heard first. So it was always something that was volunteered from, from those individuals before myself. So that was really the only frustrating part is when it wasn't asked for. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah, it's completely understood. I feel like a lot of women, not only in the STEM fields, but also in other, in other lines of work might feel the same way sometimes. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And d- so since you overcame that hurdle and listened to the constructive criticism, did you have a moment when you felt like, this is my major breakthrough moment. I finally proved myself. I, you got recognition. You felt like, okay, I finally made it as the uh, machinery technician slash engineer. That, that moment where you feel like, wow, I, I feel a sense of like pride. I've achieved something. Right. I think that that happened somewhat early on when I was in E4. I, yeah, I just made machinery technician and, uh, and was rated, but I, I, I wasn't sure if that was the right idea. So for, for a very long time, I was debating on whether or not I should go a different rate or a different job. And part of the reason was because of that male dominant industry. Um, but anyway, we, we had a casualty underway, meaning we lost, we lost a lot of equipment while we were underway, um, to do raw water systems, bringing in, um, into the, into the engines, um, Mm -hmm some debris and everything. So it caused an overheating of everything inside the engine room. And I was able to find the problem and tear into the equipment and clear everything from the engines to get it back online, to, to remove everything and get fresh water going to cool all the systems. And uh, perhaps that was the moment when I realized, okay, I'm where I need to be. And that, that instance, I, I just, I gained the confidence and it, it kept growing from there. Yeah, so it was mainly during a time where you felt like you needed to overcome a very difficult challenge and the and you felt proud of the way you've handled it. You feel like that was your major breakthrough. Oh yeah, that was it right then. That's nice. It's it's usually during like our toughest times in which you realize what our strengths are. Yes, you're exactly right. And it it did it it took something really big to to figure it out, unfortunately. But yes, that that would be my yeah. breakthrough. Yeah, m- most most of it requ- most of it requires just that, like a really really big challenge, just in order for us to critically think what are, what are we going to do and how are we going to solve it. So, relating to our previous statement, what what would you cons- what would you consider to be your greatest strength that made you feel get that made you feel like this strength has got me to where I am today. Right. Um, yeah, I suppose being able to direct others in catastrophic or just stressful situations, you know, not panicking when difficult um, situations arise while we're out at sea and things like that. That is really 
been one of my strengths. And, and I feel that others, um, especially those who work for me, depend on. So, yeah, just, yeah, I would say that. So mainly the, the ability to stay calm during, during most of it all and not panic and not feel anxious because there's a huge misconception about women being overly dramatic, overly emotional, not being able to handle situations and getting their emotions involved in everything. Right. So, so, how yeah. do you, so how do you like prove to the team members like that's not usually the case. Women can handle it. They're not going to be very emotional about it. They're not going to feel overly mm-hmm. anxious and make you feel overwhelmed and make the rest of the team feel overwhelmed as well. Do you mm-hmm. feel like you needed oh, yeah. to sit down and chat with them about it or you just prove it like through no. your actions? It's, it's definitely by actions. Um, oh yeah. And especially when it comes to engineers, we have to see it before we believe it. Unfortunately, exactly um, through my actions is, is 100% how I was able to, you know, in all of those situations, maintain or overcome. Exactly. And as engineers, you're required to think in a very logical manner as well. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, And with regards to the industry you're in, what are the major changes that you aspire to see in the next 10 years? What are the changes, innovation, anything like that that you feel is going to make your industry better or is going to make your industry better for women who want to be a part of it? Um, I, I suppose just respect to, to engineers, you know, the rated females without those females having to prove themselves every day, you know, um, I, I find in my field that with those engineering or female engineers, they're having to work two, three times harder than everyone around them just to prove themselves. And I would like to see in the future that not be the case, you know, that that be an automatic thing that we give someone who's rated, which I find the Coast Guard is doing great in in striding towards that goal but yeah that's that's what i would like to see the ultimate ultimate goal being just that automatic respect given so mainly like acknowledgement and recognition because you put in the same amount of effort and work into doing those very rigorous and very tough tasks oh for sure yes and is there any advice would you like to give young women or other or other people who are listening to us today who aspire to work in a male dominant male dominated field, whether it's engineering, whether it's tech, whether it's you know somewhere in Silicon Valley? Is, what would you advise them to do? Um, just go out and do it. Yeah, show up earlier than everybody else and work harder than those around you. Um, but even if you're afraid or, or, or scared of something. And that means you should do it even more because you want to overcome those fears and be better than than everything that you could be. So I would say just 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 I don't want to do the whole Nike thing. Just do it. But go out yeah. there and get it done. <laughs> yeah, just 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 wake up and go for it and, and chase it. And don't 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 feel hesitant about like any setbacks or think about any potential setbacks that might happen. Right. Yes. Oh, I, yes. One hundred percent. And what would you say to to women who say, okay, I want to be in this field, and then people tell them, you know, be people tell them, be realistic. You might have to work twice as hard. What would you? How do you feel about that statement? Uh, that's. I mean, unfortunately, right now, that's kind of a reality, isn't it? Um, but at the same time, you can do anything you want to do, and if that's what it takes, then. I guess step up you know at the end of the day you only have yourself to be proud or 
or, you know, ashamed of. So why not be true to your inner self and do the things that are hard or do the things that people say you can't do? Yeah, I guess at the end of the day, y'all got to like just step up and do it and, and go for it and just not look back. I feel like, especially in, in those fields, if you want to, if you want to put your mind to it, you really need to put your mind to it and not look back and not listen, right. not listen to the criticism, but listen to the constructive criticism, I guess, maybe, yeah. maybe because <laughs> you're, because yes. you're dealing with, you know, machinery and, and things like that. And yeah, of course, of course, here in global, uh, global perspective, you know, we aim to inspire everyone, women, minorities, everyone. So I really, really want to thank you for being on the show. And I know you're super busy and for you to give me a bit of your time. It's truly, truly appreciated. And we're going to be available on people can listen to us and we're going to be available on Spotify Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and for those with a Samsung or Hawaii, I'm not, not sure. I, I don't know if it sounds like the state, but uh, <laughs> Google, Google Podcasts as well. And yes, so maybe people, people are going to listen to us when they're on their way to work or when they're grabbing their coffee. Yes, fantastic. Yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's the beauty of podcasting compared to YouTube where you got to like sit down and watch, you know? <laughs> Oh, yes. Agreed. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me, Noir. I feel honored. Thank you. No worries. Thank you so much, Caitlin. I wish you the, the best of luck in, in your career. And we hope to see you continuously grow. And we hope to see more women in engineering and in STEM. Of course. Yeah. Of course. I hope you have a um, great, great weekend. And happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, you too. Yeah, and for those who don't celebrate Thanksgiving, Happy Indigenous Day. We haven't forgot yet. We haven't forgotten y'all. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great, great weekend. And bye, Noah. Bye. Take Thank care. You. No worries. Bye. <laughs>